Let's do it. Motherfucker, I'm ready. We are live. Good evening, all you Anunnakis and Anunnakittens. Welcome to Creatures of the Night. Let's get it on. Welcome to everybody listening across the country, around the globe, possibly even across the cosmos, scattered through space and time. This is the Creatures of the Night. I am one of the hosts, Jason Almy. Joining me this evening are my fellow creatures. The fat shitlord himself, Chris Wutsky. Say what's up, Chris. It's Star-Lord. God, y'all can't read. It says shitlord. I'm I'm sorry. To my eyes, that says shitlord. I hate you. Also joining us is the host of the Simmons and More podcast, Mr. Adam Simmons. Asymptomatic. What's up, buddy? That's me, bud. What's going on, guys? Not much, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm not a shitlord, so that's great. Um, that being said, uh, I am how Fat Tony seconds, Stark. How many seconds did it take for him to say uh, that being said? I am Fat Tony Stark, so, you know. Fat Tony Stark, welcome. We are we're the here. Fat Avengers, and we're here to talk. Fat, lazy Avengers. We're not really going to get up. We're just here to talk. We're just here to chat, everybody. Welcome, you guys. I'm glad that we could all... Um... I just spilled my beverage. I'm glad that we're all drinking beverages, um, some of us better than others. I'm glad today uh, is your first day. I didn't do that very well at all. Chris, do something. <sighs> I'm so unbelievably confused <laughs> as to the goings-on of this evening. It's because, see, here's the thing. Peek behind the curtain. Peek behind the curtain. We are live on Facebook right now, okay? Creatures are live. And uh, the beauty of this project is we're kind of like a super team of uh, individual podcast hosts from our ind- individual respective shows. And you would think that that would give us more of uh, uh, of a professionalism for we can hand the ball off. Scotty, here, take this one. MJ doesn't need it. Okay, Dennis is going to clean this up. But then we give fucking Dennis up there the goddamn ball for once and say, shoot the fucking shot and he spills his goddamn drink three fucking minutes into the show. I mean, it's barely two minutes into the show. I want to make that abundantly clear. Well, we're here, baby. What's up? So uh, up, I, I'll frame dorks? it up for him tonight. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about remote viewing. We're going to talk a little bit about like the CIA potentially having some secret projects going on a la M- MK Ultra, the men who stare at goats, uh, you know, things of that nature. I don't know the specifics. That's where uh, shit Lord uh, Anunnaki up there, where, you know, the bounty man can finish cleaning up his fucking drink and then he'll tell you about Excuse it. Excuse me. Excuse me. You're the shit Lord. He does look like the bounty man. You like a gayer version of the bounty man. Ah, I'm the bounty man, but I'm not going to actually clean anything up. I'm just going to eat your ass. Is it brawny? Brawny. Well, bounty is the paper towel, right? But so is brawny, no? Yeah, I guess so. I'm like Big Brawn, the the tampon guy from Saturday Night Live. If you guys haven't seen that, educate yourself. Go look at the Big Brawn Saturday Night Live sketch. It's funny shit. You just look like a brony. Are you into horror? You know what? Fuck this. This is stupid. Guys, welcome to the Creatures of the Night. We're going to talk about how the CIA remote viewed some fucking crazy shit on mars jason Elmi, thank you for introducing us to this subject absolutely i was browsing the internet as i am wont to do a few days ago and i bumped into some shit that the cia recently released they had this whole remote viewing thing going for decades it turns out i mean i knew they were into some weird shit in the 60s they did that mk ultra shit that came out in the 70s We were aware that they were doing some weird shit to keep in step with the Russians. They didn't want to let the Russians get ahead of them, even on weird, crazy, psychic shit. So they got into weird, crazy, psychic shit. As early as 1970, they were doing this weird shit. It's crazy. So uh, what do you guys know about like the MKUltra thing, just to get us kind of started? Other than I know that there are reports that they utilized some illicit substances on college kids in the 50s and 60s, um, and they they got to like you know the the Manson the kids, kids, yeah the the Manson kids. They got to Ted Kaczynski. Uh, they got them all fucked up on acid, LSD, and 
all different types of drugs and then they put them in different situations to try and figure out if they can be mind controlled. Um, one kind, thing led kinda, to another. Kind of looking like one the beginning of another. Pineapple Express and, uh, where they're in a bunker and they're fucking got control guys and radioactive suits handing off joints and fucking hits acid and shit, yeah? Pretty much. I mean, that's essentially no. what's going down. They um, were dosing people without their knowledge. They would just, you know, LSD comes in liquid form. It's easy enough to put a little bit of that in someone's drink. Well, it's easy you- enough to put a lot of that in someone's drink. There's a guy who committed suicide. He jumped out a fucking window a couple of days after they dosed his ass. And he was an army scientist. This guy was legit. They had to pay his family out like half a million dollars. Well, realistically, all you have to do is just introduce it to a, uh, I don't know, Harvard or Stanford or just walk in there, find a bunch of smart motherfuckers that are good with their brains and be like, yo, your motherfuckers want to get high, yeah. throw <laughs> it around at a party, see what happens, follow up, just be a fucking good drug dealer. Yeah, so you know basically, I mean? which the American government is the best drug dealer in the world. Let's be for real here. Huh. Flashes, the CIA especially. Yeah, yeah. I thought the cops were here already. I was like, damn, the federales got here quick. The CIA is already listening. Well, it's that old lady that you have tied up in her own basement, uh, chained to the radiator. Her, she's upset that somebody else is utilizing her curtains. Dude, I I got these curtains on Amazon.com, and I like these curtains. So, from uh, suck lady. my dick from the back. All right. <laughs> The CIA likes my curtains. So that that's MK Ultra. And MK Ultra has been pretty well known. We've known about it since the 70s. It was documented by um uh let's see, wh- who the fuck? What's the MK mean? The church committee? What's the MK the mean? The church committee? Say what? What's what's the MK mean? What's what in MK Ultra? Does that stand for something? No, nah, I think it's like Roman numerals for uh kiss my ass. Oh, okay. Because I, I thought always it was thought Mortal it, Kombat. I always thought it was Mortal Kombat, dude. And then you taught me yeah, what it actually was, and I'm like, oh, that's not Mortal Kombat? No, it's, it was way before Mortal Kombat, believe it or not. This was the late 50s when they got that shit started. And um, Mortal Kombat didn't come out till like 1992. It's true. Yeah, I'm I don't sorry, know if you on. remember that or not. Yeah. It's the truth. I'm sorry, go so, on. So uh, the CIA didn't stop there, right? Every time that the people find out about something that's going on, some programs, some shenanigans, they say, oh, we closed it down. We're not doing that anymore. But all they really do is just move it down a little deeper. You know, they just kind of clear it away they they move it down one level down to the sub basement of the sub basement then sub basement sub basement and they had some shit going on so tonight i wanted to bring you guys some evidence of some recently declassified materials that document some of the shit that the cia was doing to remote view not just installations in russia and what russian spies were up to and what was going on in the soviet union but these motherfuckers we're going one million years into the past to look at fucking Mars and shit. Yeah. That's where shit gets crazy. And I thought this would be right up your alley, Chris. I was gonna I was just gonna say I appreciate you blending your style with mine and putting in a little woo-woo and a little cosmic yeah. uh fucking uh uh remote traveling astral projection type shit with your CIA. It was the perfect intersection of our two loves because for you, you love the crazy far out cosmic woo-woo shit from a million years ago on Mars with aliens yeah. and, and fucking uh pyramids and shit. For me, I love the CIA shit. I love that the government is using taxpayer money to get up to some weird shit that nobody can fucking explain that they don't want anybody to figure out or find out about. And they try to keep hidden for decades. For me, that shit is like, whoo, the meeting of those two things blew my fucking mind. Perfect storm. Yeah. So you found some documents that you shared with me, which I appreciate from 1973. The CIA was exploring Jupiter with two remote viewers. This is documented. This isn't some shit that we found on some weird web forum. This is legit shit on CIA.gov. This is shit that we found. Yeah, straight out of their own library. Yes, that's what blew my mind the most is anybody can make up a story. I mean, Adam Simmons over here can make up a fucking story about taking drugs and visiting Mars with your brain. But the fact that CIA.gov has, through the Freedom of Information Act, released these documents and they're on the fucking CIA's website. They're saying we did this. We did this. I Who knows re- if it worked or not, but we did it. Well, that that night too. That night, I, I'll never forget it. It was <laughs> it was very reminiscent of the episode that we allegedly took mushrooms and exposed you to adrenochrome. And allegedly, the, re- the re- allegedly, the reaction that you had. You were like, you. I got a text from you with this attachment, and you're like, "Holy shit, dude! I just got this document, and it's from the government. It's from a dot gov." And like, I could feel. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, exactly dude i can bum, feel bum, it bum. man in his in his whole <clears throat> demeanor and he was like this can't be right this 
can't be right because Jason, ever the skeptic, can't believe that there might be something outside of the realm of what he thinks he knows that could possibly be going on. So, you know, he's like, this can't be true. That feels like an unfair malignment of my character and i don't appreciate that why because you're sitting I'm, there with some fucking beads on right now all of a sudden you're spiritual fucking speak I, speak your you're goddamn right speak I, your fucking i truth. was spiritual before just because just because uh now you take mushrooms chris <laughs> allegedly come on there's only allegedly sorry chris allegedly you thank take you. mushrooms thank you sorry your boss might be listening to this go shit. on go on so it's documented that they were doing this shit in 1973. The document that you mentioned me finding that I found on the CIA.gov website was from 1984, a full 11 years later. One of the CIA handlers was working with an unnamed remote viewer, giving this person coordinates on Mars. This person didn't even know that they were looking at Mars. This person gave him a sealed envelope with the destination of Mars 1 million BC written on it on the card inside the envelope. He didn't look at it. He just touched the envelope. He didn't know where he was going. Then the CIA handler gives him these coordinates. This guy travels to fucking Mars in his brain or some shit. Yeah, but he 11... didn't know he was going to Mars. He no. he had no idea where he was going. No. Uh, and it's all documented right there. Well, exactly, why, which yeah, makes it hard crazy, for him to make crazy, shit up. Yeah. So first question I got for you guys, just before we even get into the particulars of what the CIA was doing for 11 fucking years, bare minimum, if they're not still doing it today, 40 years later, uh, do you guys, I mean, is this shit even possible? Can you visit Jupiter with your brain? Can you visit Mars 1 million years ago I mean, with your fucking mind? I mean, you've been in New Jersey twice. You had a couple of cookies, <laughs> you know? So, well, well, that's what I was going to say, Jason. Even ahead of that, why don't you frame up what remote viewing or astral projection might be for somebody who's not familiar with the yeah. subject, and then we can kind of get into, is it is it possible? Fair enough. For anybody listening to Creatures of the Night at this moment that is not aware of remote viewing or astral travel, I apologize in advance. Basically, Shit's about to get weird. Base, basically, think of what? Like Doctor Strange? You know, like... Yeah, that's a similar similar way to think of this astral travel where Doctor Strange at points in time left his body where he would then kind of use this astral form almost like a soul or a spirit that he would go out of his body and then he could travel places in space and time that his body couldn't go, obviously. Uh, he could view things and it's done largely through meditation. I don't know that the CIA facilitated any of this remote viewing with drugs, but it's possible that remote viewers also use drugs in addition to meditation in order to achieve this state. I mean, all the coolest people do drugs. So we got to assume that people who want to be Dr. Strange are one cool and two illicit substance uh, uh, users. I don't want to say abusers, but absolutely. Um, so the CIA did release a document. This is another document from the freedom of information act. This one is dated 9th of June, 1983. This one is an analysis and assessment of the gateway process. This was written up by Lieutenant Commander Wayne M. McDonald, it looks like. And he outlines the methods by which someone uses what they call the gateway process to astrally project, to remote view, to go places with your mind that your body simply cannot. And this they is also, use, this is also wait. So what you're started. saying is that Chris could astro project and go to the gym and run a mile because clearly his body cannot go to the gym. No. Fucking and he wouldn't lose COVID, a pound in real fuck. life. His astral form would be ripped as shit, but he'd still be a fat fuck in real life. Yeah, he would look like stone cold Steve Austin as a ghost. Yeah. Which again, I mean, is this shit real or not? If you can go to the gym and deadlift 1000 pounds and then come back and still be a weak shit, did you really do it? I mean, is this all in your mind? Are they ghost weights? Here, ghost I think they have to be. They have to be astral weights. They're in the astral plane. Go on. Huh. So they, uh, the, the, the steps that are outlined for the gateway process in the document from June of 1983 talk about using hemi-sync tapes. These are audio tapes that project strong REM sleep frequencies. That's the random eye movement sleep that's associated with dreaming to put the brain into this hypnotic state they use hypnotic suggestion so there's a lot of there's a lot of sleep dream state uh attainment as well as hypnotic suggestion to keep people awake 
and conscious through that or into that REM dream state. Well, so, they do that. They do that like in therapy and stuff like that. Um, yeah, for sure. It's not, past life regression and shit. I do, right. I do well, that at night. Did, did you guys see? You guys saw the movie, uh, The Fourth Kind, right? Fuck yeah. Okay. Yeah. So first of all, I want to say that I thought that movie was real as shit until the internet happened. And then I looked it up like last year and it was like, this is fake as fuck. And I was like, oh, this is the first movie that actually scared me in like years. So I was like, whoa, like at the end when she's like, I'm going to knock you. I no God here. And the fucking oh, yeah. shit. Uh-huh. I was like, damn, that's real. Oh, shit. They hit you with um, a full ass Blair Witch bait and switch. Yeah, they did. They for, it's for real, not real. And uh, it's a bummer. It's upsetting. But they do. That that is an example of what we're talking about here in the fourth kind. They put people into hypnosis, like a half dream, half awake state, and then they kind of just talk them through, like, "Hey, walk through your front door, make a left turn. What do you see? I see a wall. Make a right turn. What do you see? I see my kitchen. Okay, w- walk forward. What do you? What's going on there? My parents are fighting. This and that. What are they saying? That sort of thing. My uh, uncle is taking his pants off. <laughs> <laughs> Run away! I don't want to. Yeah, my grandfather's being chastised for not wearing any underpants and it's December. <laughs> but yeah, so that's an example of uh, what what method they're using to, I guess, astral project. Is it astral projection or is it, you know, like more like remote viewing? Because if you it's... if you're a practiced remote viewer, then I'm assuming you should be able to if you have some precog uh, precognition. Uh, tendencies or you are able to tap into that side of your brain i think that you should you could be able to remote view but i don't know that it's a full astral projection because i don't know that you can astral project and communicate back to your physical being you know yeah so during the remote viewing sessions both of the ones that uh we looked at for this episode the people who were doing the remote viewing and or astral projection were communicating with CIA handlers during the session. So they were able to answer questions and respond to the CIA handler in real time as they were remote viewing their subjects. However, with regard to the 1984 remote viewing of Mars, at one point, the remote viewer encountered beings on Mars one million years ago. And the CIA director got very, very keen about that, wanted to know all about these people. What were they like? Can you talk to any of them? And he was able to communicate. So the remote viewing to me feels like a more passive event. Like I was able to go and I was looking at Russia and I saw their facilities where they're doing this, that, and the other. And I I saw the code that they were using, but not necessarily interacting with that environment, just viewing it, observing it. Right. Being there like Casper the Friendly Ghost type shit. Exactly. But this person was actually able to speak with some of the aliens on Mars and not to leave it out because it's actually very fascinating. The alien on Mars thought he was hallucinating the human who was astral projecting and having a conversation with him and described that Mars was facing a major uh, geologic catastrophe, something like global warming on steroids. And they were going into hibernation in these massive pyramids underground waiting and this, for what year was this again? It's just 1 million BC. 1 million One BC. 1 million. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. But the Earth but, is only 6,000 years old. <sighs> uh, <laughs> now, Jay, has, is the sun expanding, right? Our sun. I don't think that it has expanded for the past several millions. Once it gets old enough... As it begins to die, it'll it run becomes, out of fuel, and it right. will expand as uh, it has less density or less uh, so, less gravity. So my less question, mass. my question, more or less, is the gold is uh, pertain to the Goldilocks zone and the expansion mm-hmm. or the disbansion of the Goldilocks zone. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe, and I know I'm not Neil deGrasse Tyson, so I don't know shit. You're not. I'm the white Neil deGrasse, dude. Stop letting um, me shake you. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> be you, dog. I'm be. I'm trying to be. You know what's throwing me off? Nobody else is wearing their fucking Hawaiian shirt tonight. I'm wearing um, my Buddhist beads from Tibet. Those are pretty dope. Yeah, that's um, all I got, bro. So 
hypothetically speaking, if the Goldilocks zone has shrunk and is now around Earth, at one time, could it have been around, like, or could Mars have been within the Goldilocks yeah. zone? Yeah, no, yes. absolutely. absolutely. Yes. Actually, Mars is technically still within the Goldilocks zone. The problem with Mars is that currently very little atmosphere. So something happened on Mars. Previously, they could have had an atmosphere. And atmosphere, as you know, the problem we're facing with excess carbon emissions is that atmospheres retain heat. So you need to warm a planet. You need to make it habitable. An atmosphere is actually helpful for retaining some of that energy from the sun and providing that warmth to the, the planet. So Mars, it's theorized, was a much warmer place several million years ago because it had a richer atmosphere at the time. They don't know where the atmosphere went or what caused it to disappear. But there was flowing water on Mars at one point, they hypothesized, and there was a better, thicker, more breathable atmosphere that could have sustained alien life, possibly, theoretically, hypothetically. Yeah, there's a lot of theories on that, you know, like with panspermia that, you know, like life or originated on Mars and, you know, was seeded to, to Earth and that's why we're here. But I mean, that's, that's a, that's a lot of actual science right now. I'm going to hit you with one of those, those <laughs> pat, patented fucking Wutsky woo woos. You said that he thought that the being on Mars was hallucinating when he saw the person who was remote viewing. Is yes. it possible? Let me hit you with a fucking, uh, Anunnaki Jones. Is it possible? That when people on Earth see "quote unquote" ghosts, there are people remote viewing from other places, possibly other planets, other dimensions from our own. I'll leave you with that. I don't hate that idea. I'm not gonna lie. That's about as believable as any other explanation for that. I fucking hate hey. you, dude. I fucking hate you. Come on, Adam, dance with me because he's not going to dance with me. Come on. I like it. I mean, I'm here. I'm literally like I'm agreeing with you actively. I think it. Makes you interrupted sense, me. Man. Look, you interrupted me agreeing with you to tell you to agree with you <laughs> i think it's a great idea you interrupted adam agreeing with you to criticize me for not agreeing with you <laughs> jason i told you too when we first started talking about this that this was semi-similar to uh the box office Ooh. flop from the early 2000s mission to mars adam have you ever seen that movie it had like um uh not billy bob um who, uh, Tim Robbins, Tim Robbins, and fucking uh, uh, oh, oh, the new Bond, the girl Bond, uh, who Don, Don Cheadle, Don Cheadle, and they go to fucking <laughs> they, go to, they go to fucking Mars. Something's happening with with Earth's atmosphere. They go to Mars and they're looking for shit. They're looking. Connie for Nielsen. They find the fucking uh, the Tim face Robbins. on Mars. You remember the face on Mars when that was all the rage? Like there were people thought there were structures and whatnot. Well, this movie takes you to the face. They go in the face. They speak to uh, some sort of alien entity that actually uh, really fits the description of the file that you read, Jason. Like very tall, yeah. very slender, weird clothes. Yeah. Like it, like it really fits it to a T. And I'm like, it takes us back to that. Uh, thought that we had when we did the out of shadows that, you know, a lot of times they put shit in movies to, that mm -hmm. is possibly true. Maybe yeah. that that was something that, you know, was like a breadcrumb that they left, you know, because obviously nobody watched that movie except for me. It was fucking dog shit. Yo, Lieutenant Dan's in this. Yeah, Gary Sinise is in there with both fucking legs. Damn, he's walking and everything. <laughs> Damn. He stayed. Spoiler alert. When they all had to fucking go, he stayed with the Martians and he said, I'm going home. Damn. Hell yeah. Check it out, dude. It's bad, but it's good. You'll like it. It's bad, but it's good. Yeah. All right, so let's crack into this fucking document there, Almy. So um, what we got going on is in 1973, Ingo Swan visited who, Jupiter. Who? Ingo Swan, the most pimp motherfucker. Is this is ever. this some sort of government superhero? Is this just an every man who is Ingo Nobody Swan? Nobody knows. Nobody knows where he came from, man. The CIA dug him up somewhere. Who knows? Who knows? Ingo Swan. Ingo Swan. My name is Ingo Montoya. That's going. Yeah. I promise you, that's going to be Adam's name on the next fucking stream. Dude, Ingo no, Swan. It's going to be Neil deGrasse Tyson. Shout out to fucking DJ. <laughs> Shout out to DJ. That was a good one, DJ. Shit. Um. So Ingo Swan was so already slanging my Twitter that name. dick all over, all over every gay cruise. He was slanging that dick. Ingo Swan had like the psychic dick. And so <laughs> him and some other dude in 1973, they both go visit Jupiter together, right? Independently. They don't, they're not talking to each other. They're in different States, right? 
Okay. They're each with a CIA dude. They each do their hypnosis, dream state thing, maybe sip a little psychedelic mushroom tea, and then boom, they both shoot off to Jupiter. Both of them write down their observations of the planet Jupiter. Then they reconvene afterward to compare. And let me tell you, there were a lot of really compelling comparisons. Let me just go over a few of them. So <clears throat> this Sherman guy was the other dude. Ingo Swan was obviously the pimp with the rock hard erection. So they both described the gaseous atmosphere as giving off a golden glow. And they also described crystal-like sparkles, the the bands of, of color across Jupiter as uh, crystals giving off a golden glow that's distinctly yellow. These both both these guys are are perfectly lining up. The gaseous mask of myriad colors. They describe the yellows, the oranges, the reds, the enormous cloud cover. It's 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 hundreds of thousands of miles deep. Uh, then they describe the liquid hydrogen that's closer to the core of Jupiter. Um, it's it's really pretty insane how some of these details are these guys it's like they talked about it beforehand it's like they plan this whole thing out and remote viewing doesn't really exist but they tried to swindle the government out of taxpayer money by making this whole thing up but guess what it's not possible here we go i don't believe it hey and let me let me just add a little bit more woo woo i'm gonna sprinkle some more woo woo on top of your woo woo um shout out to the saturn time cube who ancients believed saturn was actually hell in terms of religion, uh, Jupiter on the other side of the coin was thought to be where heaven is, which is actually what you just described uh, in a, pretty remarkably, right, Jason? Like uh, lots of clouds, lots of golds, yeah. lots of oranges, you know, like what, looks very heavenly. That is woke as fuck. Wow. Woke as fuck. So something else to keep in mind that in 1973, there was a flyby that was occurring NASA had launched a uh, spaceship. It was, uh, I think I wrote the name down here somewhere. Fuck it. Uh, it was 73? one of these satellites that the um, that the NASA had launched out. And it was set to be passing Jupiter shortly after these man, men made their predictions. The CIA was actually hoping that data sent back from the probe would help either uh, corroborate or falsify what these men were saying so they could prove whether it was bullshit or not. Can these guys really go to Jupiter inside their brains? I don't know. Maybe the the satellite that we sent that's doing a flyby will send us some photographs and we can either prove if these guys are full of shit or not. Yeah, so, but what, like 50 years later? Like, what are we even talking no, about? No, no, no. The, 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 the probe had been launched out some years earlier and it was actually going to be passing Jupiter within like a month of these guys doing their oh, okay. projection or whatever. And it turns out that the probe wasn't even able to tell us some of the stuff that these guys predicted that we now think is accurate, like the liquid hydrogen at the core of Jupiter. Jupiter's suspected of being a gas giant. There may not be any solid mass inside of within Jupiter. There's maybe gas and then liquid, but these guys were talking about liquid hydrogen, like huge hydrogen oceans at the center of Jupiter that we didn't know in 1973 was the case, but we now think might be the case. So these guys kind of called it on a few of these details that we now know is true. And these guys were decades ahead of that knowledge. Boom. It's pretty impressive, man. What do you got for me, son? Um, I mean, is there a chance? Let me play Jason Almy here. Um, is there oh, a chance man. they could have, um, you know, made a good guess? They could have done some research. Well, the research didn't exist, but absolutely, they could have made a good guess. I mean, there were probably scientists at the time. But for them, but for them to both make the same guess, true that. I mean, without communicating with each other is pretty far fetched. Yeah, I think these gentlemen did meet each other once at some kind of convention. Ingo Swan was in with the CIA already. Ingo Swan was buddies. They were doing this research at Stanford University. Like at the beginning of Ghostbusters, remember the first Ghostbusters when Peter Venkman is asking these guys the questions and he's shocking the dude, but he's not shocking the chick because he wants to get with her or whatever. She's like cute, so he's not shocking her. But the dude, even when he gets it right, he shocks him. So Stanford was doing these type of research already, okay, with the remote viewing, and they were getting some good results back. And the CIA came knocking at the door. They said, we heard you got this thing. And they're like, how'd you fucking hear about that? And they're like, don't ask us. Don't worry about it. We just heard you got this thing going on where you people can see stuff that nobody else can see. Do things nobody else can do. We want to see if that's true. So the CIA, they 
bought into this when it was just like, I don't know, some hippie weirdos in the basement at Stanford, Stanford, excuse me, Stanford, doing this research that Andrew Luck and them. Yeah. Who, who could have known about? But apparently the CIA buys in because their initial results are good. They're able to see these structures in Russia and predict accurately these different features. And, and they're legit able to impress the CIA. Hence the, the reason why the CIA took the CIA has got deep pockets. We don't know how deep that shit goes, but they took the taxpayer dollars and they funded this research. So Ingo Swan is homeboys with the guy who was at Stanford, who was doing this research for the CIA at this point. And uh, he got pulled in. And I think he met this other guy who he visited. So can you with. read a little bit of this and, or well, do you want to extrapolate on it a little bit or? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, Maybe the the one that's even more fun to read, the one that just sends shivers up my spine, is, is the, the Mars one. The Mars one, yeah. yeah the because, Mars one is like is bananas. Yeah, they did such a good job recording all of the language that this guy used. You know, everything this guy said, even like the record. stammers and the stutters and the words and yeah. everything. Like, it's yeah, like yeah. to the to so the letter. Ten minute pause down to the yes. yeah. The Jupiter thing was more like Cliff's notes, but this guy. The guy who did the Mars trip, and this is, again, this is 11 years later. This program's been going on for almost 15 years at this point. I got to say, if the CIA is still spending taxpayer dollars on remote viewing. Or you know damn well they are. Well, if they were, let's say they're not, even hypothetically speaking, we know they were doing it in 73. We know they were doing it in 84. If they're doing it for 11, 12 years, they, what kept them doing it that long? They had to be finding something. Results. They had to be Exactly. It's results every time. There's some reason why the CIA is still doing some shit 12 years later. Okay. It had to work at least a little bit. Otherwise, what are you doing? That's right. That's right around the time when they started the program with the kids and 11 popped off and she was going to fucking the upside down in them. That's what I'm saying. That's a a real story, by the way. I want everyone to know that. That's the Montauk project. Yeah. Yeah. Season two of Stranger Things is verbatim mm. word for word breakdown of no for the real montauk montauk project like google it like fucking don't google it you look that shit up on whatever fucking search engine you want but it, it, <laughs> one after it, it is 100 like on on duck duck go um <laughs> you motherfucker how, how woke you want to get motherfucker <laughs> motherfucker bing <laughs> it, you piece of shit bing that so, shit bitch you'll get it in 45 minutes but you'll find it eventually Shout outs um, to uh, Peter Young, Starfish of David, tattooed on my anus. Only he understands that, but that's that's weird. Y'all want to so, talk about that later? Or? Uh, yeah, we can get into that maybe on an episode uh, of Swiping. That would be Swiping Adjacent. So aren't you Swiping Adjacent? I'm very Swiping Adjacent. So let me just give you guys a piece of the Mars exploration. This is really what kicked it off oh, for dude, me last week. Don't give me a piece. I want that whole shit. Y'all two motherfuckers need to break that shit down. I need one of you guys to be the fucking... Okay astral projection guy and i need one of you guys to be the fucking cia operative oh my god okay. why did you not think to give me fucking lines dude we could have did a whole ass goddamn screenplay right now <laughs> yo you, you can you know you have the notes like bust that shit out i don't yeah, have do you, like the notes i mean i have the, i got the notes. no you have the document i have the document i can send it to you man you have the document right. you know you have the document i no, i don't you got the document, dog. I it look fucking self-destructed, dude. It was Inspector Gadget. No, I'm, I'm sending it to you. It's like the gadget in them. <laughs> I'm sending it back to you. Just open that link that I just sent you, and you could be the CIA dude, and I'll be the remote viewer. Okay. Lightning is freaking me out. By the way, every time it lightnings, I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, it's definitely setting the ambiance back there. That little flash when you're talking. I love it, man. I love it. Dude, like, I'm starting and then get, they were astral projection. Ching, 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 ching. I'm getting freaked out. I tell you what, I'm all alone here. Donnie, I need you to get here. All right. So you want me to bring a gun, Donnie. You want me to be the fucking the 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 square and you're gonna be the fucking woo-woo? I like how we're tra- you, we're trading fucking roles here. Would you would you like to be the woo-woo? Which one's the got less reading? Care. No, 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 no. Chris isn't good <laughs> with big words. You fucking yeah, watch sure. your mouth, dude. I'm smarter than everyone. Um Okay. I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm going to read it all. I'm going to read it all. It's Mars Exploration, May 22nd, 1984. Dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Method of site acquisition. Sealed envelope coupled with geographic coordinates, as Jason said. Uh, the sealed envelope was given to the subject immediately prior to the interview. The envelope was not opened until after the interview. In the envelope was a 3x5 card with the following information. The planet Mars, 
Time of interest, approximately 1 million years BC. Selected geographic coordinates provided by the parties requesting the information were verbally given to the subject during the interview. And it's 727-101-604-908 if anyone wants to try their hand at remote going to Mars. Uh, Okay, so... (laughs) What does this say? It's it's broken down by monitor and subject, correct? Yes. Would you? Who do you like to be, Chris? I'll, I'll who be, do you want to be, be? I'll be the monitor. I'll be the monitor. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So it says uh, ten time ten oh nine a.m. May twenty second uh, plus ten minutes ready to start. All right now. Using the information in the envelope I've provided, exclusively focusing your attention now. Using the information in the envelope, focus on forty point eight nine degrees north, nine point five five degrees west. I want to say it looks like, um, I don't know, it sort of looks, I kind of got an oblique view of, um, uh, it's a pyramid or pyramid form. It's it's very high. It's kind of sitting in a, a large depressed area. All right. Shout out to my house. <laughs> large right. depressed area. Shout out to my family. <laughs> it's, uh, it's yellowish, uh, ochre colored. Ochre colored. All right. Ochre color. Move in time to the time indicated in the envelope. I've provided you and describe what's happening. I'm tracking severe, severe clouds, more like dust storm. Uh, it's a geologic problem. Seems to be like, uh, uh, just a minute. I got to iron this out. It's, it's really weird. Just report your raw perceptions at this time. You're still early in the session. I'm looking at. Uh, at a after effect of a major geologic problem. Okay, go back to the time before the geologic problem. Um, total difference. It's um, before there's no, um, I, I don't know. Oh, hell. It's like mountains of dirt appear and then disappear when you go before. See um, large flat surfaces. Very- real quick, real quick. He is traveling within time and watching the timeline. He's watching the structures be built. A- am I to understand that? He's watching the dust remove itself and reveal the structures. That they're completely broken down now, but it's like watching time flow in reverse. And the the the, the dust recedes and goes away, and these structures are then revealed. Almost like watching a time-lapse video, like of all the people walking yeah. real fast across right. Times Square and shit. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. Large flat surfaces, very uh, smooth angles, walls. They're really large, though. I mean, they're megalithic. Uh, all right. At this period in time, now before the geological activity, look around in and around this area and see if you can find any activity. I'm seeing... Um, it's like a perception of a shadow of people, very tall, thin. It's it's only a shadow. It's it's as if they were there and they're not. They're not there anymore. Almost like a nuclear blast. Boom. Go back to the Boom. period in time where they were there. Um, it's like I get a lot of static on a line and everything. It, it's breaking up all the time. Very fragmentary pieces. Uh, just report the raw data. Don't try to put things together. Just report the raw data. I just keep seeing very large people. They appear thin and tall, but they're very large, uh, wearing some kind of strange clothes. All right. Now, holding in this time period, holding in this time period, I want you to move from your physical location in space to another physical location, but in this time period. Move to 46.45 degrees north, 353.22 east. Move in time to 46.45 north, 352.22 east. Deep inside a cavern. Not a cavern, more like a canyon. Uh, I'm looking up, up the sides of a steep wall that seemed to go on forever. And there's like a, a structure with a, it's like the wall of the canyon itself has been carved. Again, I'm getting a very large structures, no, um, no intricacies, huge sections of smooth stone. Do the structures have insides and outsides? Yes, they're very, it's like a rabbit warren, corners of rooms. They're really huge. And I don't. I feel like I'm standing in one that's just really huge. Perception is that the ceiling is very high, walls very wide. Now it says real time plus 22 minutes. Does that mean that he's like exploring for 22 minutes or like he has a break in the connection or like what does that mean? Real time plus 22 minutes. 
I took that as he was exploring for 22 minutes and he was standing kind of like in a Roman cathedral. You would walk within some megalithic structures back in the Roman Empire days, maybe in Egypt. And you would you would go and just be in awe of what's going on around you. Yes, that would be correct. All right. I'd like to throw or like I'd like to move now to another location nearby. All right, move to this point in time, go to 45.86 north, 354.1 east, 45.86 north, 354.1 east. They have, uh, uh, appears to be the end of a very large road, and there's a marker thing that's very large. Keep getting Washington Monument overlay. It's like uh, an obelisk. All right. From this point, then, let us move to another point. Move now to 35 degrees north, 213 degrees east. It's like I'm in the middle of a huge circular basin of the range of mountains by almost all the way around. Uh, Very ragged, ragged mountains, very tall. Basin's very, very, very large. Scale seems to be off or something. It's just really big. Everything's big. I understand the problem. Just continue. See... Just a right angle corner to something, but that's all. I don't see anything else. Okay, then let's move to a little different place. Very close. Move from the point you are now in this time to 34 degrees north, 213 degrees east. The cluster of squares up and down, um, it's like you want to make them square anyway. They're almost flush with the ground, and it's like they're connected. Something very white or reflects light. What's your position of observation so you look at this thing that reflects light? I'm amid um, oblique left angle. Sun is uh, sun is weird. Look back down at the ground now, and we're going to move just a little bit from this place, just a little bit from this place. 34 degrees north, 212 degrees east. Very close by. Now move over to 34 degrees north, 212 degrees east. It's like I can just perceive um, uh, like a radiating pattern of some kind. It's like some really strange intersecting kind of roads that are dug into valleys, you know, where a road is just a little below the edge. Tell me about the shape of these things. They're like real neat channels cut. They're very deep. It's like the road went down. Okay. Now I have, I notice electrically you're nulled, but a little bit, and I want you to stay deep and recapture your focus here. It's really tough. It seems like they're, it's just always very sporadic. I realize that. It's very important for you to maintain your focus. I have a movement exercise again for you, and this is some considerable distance away. So holding the, this focus in time, remember your focus in time that you had before, and we're now moving to 15 degrees north, 198 degrees east. Take some time and get back deep. We liked it deep. Shout out to um, having sex with Adam. See the um, intersecting, um, whatever these are, are aqueduct type things. These rounded bottom carved channels like roadbeds. See, um, see pointed tops of something on the horizon. Even the horizon looks funny and weird. It's like um, different, misty, like it's really far away, very vague. Okay, another movement now. 86 degrees south, 80 degrees south. 64 degrees east, 64 degrees east. Move in this time. See pyramids. Can't tell if it's overlay or not because they're different. Okay. Do these pyramids have insides and outsides? Uh Uh-huh. Got both. And they're huge. It's really, uh, it's an interesting perception I'm getting. Now, this is an internal monologue for the monitor that says, I think he's losing his ability to move accurately, but he's attracted to these things that are intersecting. So we're going to go with his own. We're going to let him go ahead and explore what seems to be interesting to him rather than tell him to move to the targets that are indicated here. It's filtered from storms or something. Say that again, sub. They're like shelters from storms. Haha, you're a sub. <laughs> these structures these that you're streets, seeing baby. yes they're they're designed for that all right go inside one of these and find some activity to tell me about and it says plus 37 minutes of real time so you're walking in these bomb bomb shelters or whatever for 37 minutes different chambers but they're almost stripped of any kind of 
furnishings or anything. It's like a um, strictly functional place for sleeping, or that's not a good word. Hibernations, some form. I can't um, I get real raw input. Storm, savage storm, uh, the three storms, um, sleeping through storms. Tell me about the ones who sleep. Real quick, hold on, hold on. I have to stop here. We need to go to Mars <laughs> and we need to find these fucking caverns, dog. I've been I need waiting. To find... I've been waiting for you to fucking say, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me stop here, dude. Like, I'm zipping Bro. Jason Almy all over the fucking terrain of the red planet and shit, and you're just going with it, man. How fucking they're, high are you right now? <laughs> they're on Mars and they're I'm waiting in. for you. I'm down. I they're know. Waiting I mean, we need to go, dude. Shit is we got to waiting go. for you, son. Come on, man. We're going to be blasting Knights of Cydonia rolling around looking for the face on the Mars and the fucking Sea of Tranquility. Let's do that shit. Adam, your homework for tonight is take all of the mushrooms in your fridge and fucking go We now. took all the mushrooms in my fridge when you guys were here, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, bro. Come on. It's the internet. People can hear I this. I said allegedly. My mom listens to the show. Well, <laughs> shout out to your mom being the fucking coolest. Um, Dude, she's a creature of the night, dog. How do you think she met my dad and made me and my brothers? Hey, I mean, it makes a lot of fucking sense. You got a, a strong, powerful sense. bloodline. Yeah, so, I mean, they're sleeping on Unaki on, on Mars, right? Like, they're hibernating through the great storm right now? Like, is they, that what I'm... Possibly now. They, possibly. They might still be. They were one million years ago. Well, what this what this is, I mean, like, if you don't want to... Uh, there's there's going to be a, a woo-woo element to it regardless, but if you want to take the complete woo-woo element out of it, what this is basically... Uh, cataloging is a past civilization on Mars that uh, you know could have faced some sort of catalysm, either natural or cosmic or man-made. One of the because it sounded like a nuclear blast with the shadows of the people. Then it sounded like yep. dust storm type shit or atmospheric things. So I mean, like something threatened this civilization, and they took to underground to try to to wait it out or to 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 figure it out. And Chris, as I said earlier, I, even mainstream scientists currently hypothesize that in previous epics there was a more robust atmosphere on mars and that there was some occurrence some geographic catastrophe that caused the atmosphere to disperse and now uh, the, the the loss of magnetic poles what maintains the atmosphere i mean mars used to have these features that made it more earth-like and the fact is it doesn't now we can only speculate as to what happened to make that to make that the reality but it's what it is so could have been uh nuclear war who knows well yeah and i mean because chances are any any civilization like that would have been at least as as advanced as we are before they got wiped out you think i would think even more so based on like these hibernation chambers and in the story that we're reading we're about to get to uh, i mean adam interrupted us at just as it was starting to i know well good. look I am just as excited as everyone else to hear about the sleepy Martians. Please continue. <laughs> he's, he's grabbing at that fish right now that keeps slipping through his fingers, man. He just needed a, a little breather here to, to, to recalibrate. Of a bitch. Uh, so, yeah, we're right at the point where uh, the monitor says, tell me about the ones who sleep through the storms. They're uh, very tall, again, very large people, but they're thin. They They look thin because of their height, and they dress like in... Oh, hell, it's like real light silk, but it's not flowing type of clothing. It's like cut to fit. Mm. I mm. like that. I like these sleepy Martians more and Fucking more. Anunnaki yoga pants, man. That's it, dude. That is it. Uh, move close to one of them and ask them to tell you about themselves. They're ancient people. They're, uh, they're dying. It's, it's past their time or their age. Tell me about this. They're very philosophic about it. They're looking for um, a way to survive, and they just can't. Uh, plus 40 minutes real-time, definite voltage reversal. I don't know what that means. Is he applying electric current to this guy right now? To like Either that or he's monitoring this guy's natural electric current. Mm. And he's, mm. he's, he's monitoring this guy's vitals as this guy is visiting Mars. Okay. So the sub says they can't seem to get their way out. They they can't seem to find their way out. So they're hanging on while they look or wait for something to return or something coming with the answer. What is it they're waiting for? There um, evidently was a group or a party of them that went to find a new place to live. It's like I'm getting all kinds of overwhelming input of the corruption of their environment. It's 
failing very rapidly, and this group went somewhere like a long way to find another place to live. What was the cause of the atmospheric disturbance or environment disturbance? I see a picture of um, a picture of like uh, oh hell, it's almost a warp and a oh god, this is difficult. It's like going. Let's see the raw data. Oh, I get a globe. Uh, it's like a globe Sass. that goes through a comet's tail or it's through a river of something. It's uh, very cosmic. It's like space pictures. All right. Now, before you leave this individual, ask him if there is any way that you ask him if he knows who you are and is there any way that you can help him in his pre- present predicament. All I get is that they must just wait doesn't know who I am, thinks he perceives I'm a hallucination or something. Okay. When the others left, these people are waiting. When the others left, how did they go? Get an impression of a, um, I don't know what the hell it is. It looks like the inside of a larger boat, very rounded walls and shiny metal. Go along with them on their journey and find out where it is they go. Impression of a really crazy place with volcanoes and gas pockets and strange plants. Very volatile place. It's very much like I'm going from the frying pan into the fire. Difference is there seems to be a lot of vegetation where the other place didn't have it. And different kind of storm. All right, it's time to come back now to the sound of my voice into present time to right now, 22nd of May, 1984, the sound of my voice, move back to the room, back to the sound of my voice, back further, now to the sound of my voice, 22nd of May, end of interview. And scene. And that's it. I mean, that's from that's from declassified documents for Project Stargate, you know, yeah, fucking Kurt Russell and them, Project Stargate. Yeah. Uh, from CIA.gov. That's not from a Reddit thread. That's not from fucking anything that I subscribe to or watch on yeah. YouTube. That's from CIA.gov. Yeah. yeah. So that, that document about it. Yeah. That, that, that's what blew my mind the most. That that shit that Chris and I just read came from CIA.gov. Freedom of Information Act. Thank you very much for that particular release. I don't know if it's bullshit. I kind of think maybe astral projection and remote viewing is kind of my tendency is to think that it's bullshit. Of course it is. But this was on a fucking CIA website. What is it doing on a CIA website? Either. At first I thought when I read this, it was so mind blowing. I thought I was going to get whacked out in my sleep that night. I thought there's no way I survived till morning. I'm going to fucking wake up. There's going to be a pillow over my head. There's going to be a gun on the other side of the pillow. Boom. Right. I'm done. I'm at, that's it. I'm done. I'm sorry I sent it to you guys because they're going to kill you too. But the fact is, <laughs> I mean, I, I was I happy. Think, I was happy about it. No, no, no. I, I realized they released the shit. They put it on their website. If they didn't want me to read it, they wouldn't have put it out there. Well, that was a point that I was going to make. Why are they declassifying and putting it out there? They want you to know. They want you to become interested in this so that you then seek it out and that they can recruit the next crop of fucking 1984. So there's something. Right, hold we, on, hold on, hold on. This is not the only document that's there. They don't just randomly pick a guy and then trust him to go to Mars in his brain. Okay, this is someone that they have been working with. This is not uh, a training wheels exercise. You know, they're like, yo, go talk to those fucking giant aliens in that megalithic structure during that fucking sandstorm. Ask them what kind of fucking binky they put in their alien mouth before they take a big fucking nappy new new time. Now go back in time and talk to their great, 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 great grandfather and ask them where the fuck they're going. This is not like a fucking Jason Almy shows up somewhere and they're like, yo, nerd, go to fucking Mars. They're like, "Okay, tell us what happened in 1942 in in fucking Kentucky. You know, this is. There, this remote viewer, this is obviously not his first go around. So I think that just adds to the, the significance of this document. I think it adds to the, the real potential that I mean, like, this is almost definitely true, right? Like, are we going nuts or what? Dude, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, one thing we know about the CIA is that in the 70s, when the Church Commission found out about MKUltra, they trashed a ton of documents. Because they knew that shit was about to get released. So we know that the CIA, if they feel the need, they're going to trash documents. They're not going to release the shit. 
They're going to burn so much shit. They'll burn their own fucking building down so that the documents get burned up. And they don't. Hey, man, to- I mean, they blew up a whole part of the Pentagon so that they can lose a couple trillion dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Look how easily they lost a trillion, a couple trillion dollars uh, just recently. It's true. I mean, dude. But what I'm saying is that the CIA released this thing. They could have trashed it. They could have kept it hidden. Who knows? They could have done. I don't know. They could have done something to keep it out of our hands, but it's out there, like Chris said. Yeah, is it because- so that we get interested and start looking into it and they can start following us? Maybe they. this is how they plant the seed for the next generation of X-Men First viewers? Class. Yeah, X-Men First yeah. Class. Fucking Charles Xavier and them sitting in the fucking Cerebro machine going to fucking Mars, dude. Yes, exactly. exactly what they fucking want you to do. And they want you, you look to think like that this it's... are actually bald. I, I, wouldn't, I ain't bald, bitch. I got a He's fucking, got hair now, okay? Hair, baby. Turn around and show... Take the, take the headphones <laughs> off and I'm show him to, the sex curls. I'm about to remote view my ass to Florida so I can see the two hairs on your head. I wish you would. I Yo, you take would. your headphones off and show him your sex curls. I'd, I'd do it off stream. <laughs> Come on, yo. Sex Show me sex curls. Show Facebook your sex curls. Be proud baby. of them shits. Be proud of them shits. Look at all Hell that yeah, baby. God, look at it. Dutchie run her fingers through that shit when you're smashing. She does like it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I like to hear, dog. Get this motherfucker some blue chew. He's going to have a boner for the rest of his life. Hey, uh, I got a link for you to click. If you're going to do blue chew, please click the link in the description, okay? Try to keep swiping alive, all right? Keep Over here, fucking I. I got uh, a link for you, guys. This has been fucking amazing, dude. This has been fucking amazing. I really, I you know, that's just scratching the surface of this too. There's so much more to this. I I think uh, that we need to dig into, and I mean, there's, I mean, definitely room for more episodes on this. You know, dude, just we'll on- be back. Preachers will be back. Absolutely. I mean, like just on the topic of, you know, the astral projection, remote viewing and that, you know, because, you know, I've got my own theories, you know, like I've astral projected myself in my dreams to alternate realities to hang out with you, Jason. I mean, like, I think that there's layers to this, like every other thing. And it's, uh, Mm -hmm. there's perception of what's, what's going on and what's not. And we could, we could dig into that more too. Did alternate universe Jason believe you or did, did alternate Jason not believe you? Uh, he didn't just like present Jason. I mean, so it's, it's, I don't know. I, actually, I believe you. I kind of believe you now because other Jason definitely wouldn't believe you because I wouldn't believe you. So now I believe you. And I pleaded just the same way I plead with you in, in, <laughs> in the, in the real world, the quote in quotes, real world. And you were like, ah, fuck you. Come on. And I don't know why we were in like Tennessee or, or, or no, you know what? We discussed it was probably Georgia because that's where, yeah. that's where you resided. Uh, yeah, and we just went and fucking, you know, hey, you accepted it. You didn't believe me, but you accepted it much like, yeah. you know, you, the real Jason. I accept you even if I don't believe you, Chris. My wife says the Almies recommend the blue, the blue chew. We do recommend the blue chew. That's, that's how we make babies in my family. CMA, my baby. We hear. Yeah. Uh, Jason Anunnaki Johnson, the third or whatever the fuck your name is. Esquire. Uh, Esquire, Dr. Lord Jason, whatever. Uh, where can people find you if they want to dig a little deeper into your brain? Yeah, if you want to, um, if you want to spread on the swiping all over your body, teamalmy.com. You can find all the links there at Party Naked Pod on all the socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Party Naked Pod. You can hit me there, and uh, shit happens when you party naked in any Apple Podcast, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever the fuck you listen to podcasts. Find shit happens when you party naked. Come listen to me, baby. I, I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Christian Wutzke, my dear, sweet, sex curl having son of a gun. Where are you? I'm, hmm. I'm, I'm right here, baby. Uh, if you want to hear more uh, of what I do, I'm from the hashtag no offense show, htnos.com, htnos on all the social media platforms. Uh, give us a shot. We're pretty dumb. And I mean, you know, I hope to make you laugh. You are pretty dumb. Where are you at? Uh, Earth Adam absolutely everywhere with underscores on all social media, simmonsandmore.com and innercirclepn.com. Uh, use the code word innercircle or ICPN on official.com. It's OHFISHL.com right now for 25% off. And with every order that you put in to official you get a free anti-stars mask we fucking love you guys thank you for fucking hanging out and getting here with us thank you guys ah big fucking kiss i love you christina
Oh,